Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another season review. This one's going to be for Good Girls, which is on NBC and Netflix in the UK. We just got the uh, first season box set over here. Uh, I think it aired weekly on NBC. It was a mid-season show, so it made sense. Makes sense that like ten weeks later or so that it will get added as a box set. Uh, this re- this review will be spoiler-free and spoilers, but I'll let you know when the spoilers are coming. Uh, I'll give you a general impressions and tell you whether or not this is uh, worth watching, and uh, talk briefly about the plot and stuff, and then I'll talk about um, some other things after that. Um, so first of all yes very much worth watching um this show to me if i was to describe it in kind of a nutshell i would say it is breaking bad meets uh the wanted or wanted um i know wanted you might recognize as the angelina jolie uh, action film but i'm referring to the um other netflix series which involves two girls called chelsea and lola uh, who are on the run for various different reasons. I won't get into that here. Um, and of course, Breaking Bad. Do I have to describe what Breaking Bad is? Uh, you know, the uh, the Brian Cranston, uh, Walter White, uh, uh, AMC and Netflix show. I think it was on Channel 5 at some point as well. But, um, yeah, it's essentially to me kind of Breaking Bad meets... Um, yeah, The want- Wanted. Because it's got that element of like girls on the run and it's got that element of uh just some of the heist type stories in breaking bad and just some just some different little nuggets and themes from from both shows uh of course breaking bad has run a lot longer than uh good girls or or than um the wanted rather um but yeah if i was to say like you know when when somebody describes a game or a show and they say it's this meets this well to me this is breaking bad meets uh the wanted um, so it's essentially about three um, mothers, three women, <coughs> who um, are all kind of living their normal lives. They all have different jobs and stuff and different things they do, of course. Uh, and they're all good friends and that sort of thing. Um, and they sort of meet up one day and they say like, "Okay, we're we're struggling with our bills a lot, and we got kids, and one of them, one of the children, has got cancer, and they're having to pay a lot of medical bills. So basically, they're in need of of a lot of money, and uh, the husbands basically aren't pulling their weight or are in custody battles and stuff. Um, and uh, one of the women, um, 
yeah, May, um, best young sister is a single mother who works in a supermarket uh, as a cashier whose uh, ex is suing her for full custody of their daughter. Um, she basically goes up to them and says, uh, you know, I've got 30 grand in the safe at work. We could, I assume, take 10 each and it would at least help them because they then have some money. Um, they go through with doing that and that's basically where, where I'll... Um, stop with this sort of plot synopsis uh or telling you what the show's about basically um but it really entertained me it's 10 episodes long uh 45 minutes a piece um i think 41 or 44 roughly around like network tv length um yeah the acting's great the plot is like quite nicely tightly written as well um it didn't feel too slow at different points um and as i said last week or the week before depending on when I decide to release this uh, on the TV talk where I talked about Good Girls uh, which I think was episode 19 where we talked about Titans um, I said that like actually I think it was the episode before that <coughs> but a recent episode um, where I said that like at the end of the pilot they set up so many different sets of stakes that it puts these women in a situation where like so many different things could go wrong and uh I think it's important to have um, high stakes in something that you're watching. It means that your characters can like slip up, maybe die, maybe they don't. Um, and it just basically takes itself from there. I'm not going to talk about like, I'm not going to go into spoilers yet. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about how the plots move forward. But there's some like twists and turns and shocking things. Uh, David actually recommended the show on Geek Town because um, I was on the episode that he actually mentioned it. Uh, he's only seen the first episode, at least that's, that's the last thing that he told me a few days ago. Uh, he may have seen more of it, I'm not sure. Uh, but he recommended it to me and I said, like, sounds a bit like Breaking Bad meets The Wanted. Um, and, uh, yeah, just watched the show and it, it was great from there. Uh, there's not too much more I can really talk about without going into spoilers, so I'm going to do that in a minute. But don't shut, shut off the, uh, the podcast yet. If you'd like to see what else we're doing here at entertainmenttalk.org... Uh, we've got classic reviews that are still going. Um, by the time this comes out, uh, Back to the Future review would have come out. Because it actually comes out tomorrow at the time of recording. Um, yeah, great film. Really, really good. Uh, I'm really good to go back and sort of rewatch that or rediscover it. Uh, of course, listen to that podcast for more on Back to the Future 1. Um, that series so far includes Ratchet & Clank, Toy Story 1, Jack & Dexter and now Back to the Future. Um, by the time this comes out as well, you would have heard, uh, my podcast on my opinion that Freeview is kind of dying. Um, I'm completely open to being wrong about that sort of thing. Uh, you guys can come up with your own opinions, let me know about it, uh, and, uh, try to grasp what, what I'm, tr- what I'm trying to get out with that piece of discussion. Uh, and hopefully you guys agree. Uh, if you don't, that's, that's fine as well. That's what discussion is for, is to come to, you know, peaceful disagreement, I suppose, or peaceful agreement that's even better so uh that should that will be coming out this friday but you will it will already be out by the time this uh, gets released um i'm going to see the incredibles 2 as well tomorrow can't guarantee that that's gonna actually happen um but i'm hoping to go out tomorrow and review that but by the time this podcast comes out you will you'll know if i did or did not do that uh and then gaming talk and tv talk which we've been doing some of as well so entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all that and uh, the best way to keep up with that is Twitter at eTalkUK or or like the Facebook page because that's where posts get like automatically published 
Uh, I'm gonna go into spoilers now. I'm not gonna put in any music. I'm gonna give you guys all a chance to leave. So, um, as you're hearing me talk, please go into your phone or if you're listening on desktop and either close the browser or go back onto the homepage um, and shut off the podcast because I'm gonna talk about spoilers. But as I said, yes, please go to the homepage, check out all of our other content. Uh, and just be wary of spoilers. I usually give you a good warning, so that shouldn't be a problem. But I'm gonna go into spoilers now, and then some f- f- relatively big ones. So uh, leave now, turn the podcast off, and I'll see you in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so I thought the whole thing with um, the uh, I think his name's Rio. His name isn't actually listed. Uh, here, I can't see it, because I've got a list of character names up in front of me. Uh, oh, it's here. Um, Manny Montana Azrio, a criminal who has, uh, a money laundering business. So, essentially, what, um, and this was one of the really cool plot points that I liked. Um, they essentially came up with this thing where... Uh, Rio and his gang, I don't remember them giving the others any names, so I'll just call them the gang. Uh, Rio is the main character there. Um, they essentially give, or he says, like, they've got fake money, and in order for the girls to pay him back, or the women, I'll say, uh, in order for the women to pay him back, um, the, uh, I think it's Beth comes up with the idea, um, yeah, Beth comes up with the idea, the main, uh, the one with the, uh, car salesman husband, um, she comes up with the idea that basically, uh, they could buy some stuff from this B&Q type store, I don't remember the exact name that they give the store, uh, I'll just call it B&Q, it doesn't matter, uh, they go to this B&Q type store, and, um, the girls go to buy some stuff for this party, um, and the woman, the, 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 the person at the cashier desk says, like, you can return anything within 30 days, um, like, literally anything, and she says that there's no, like, obstructions to that, so essentially the idea they come up with is to have, like, um, buy the fake, buy the, buy loads of stuff with the fake money, um, and I've got a few interesting, hopefully interesting thoughts, depending on what you think about this, where, like, yeah, they, they, they go to buy stuff with the fake money, so that's in the cashier thing, and then when they go to return it, they would get, from the returns desk, they would get their money, so they're essentially swapping useless fake, well, not, not technically useless, but it might not work, it's not guaranteed to work everywhere, because it's fake money, um, to essentially swap that for real money and uh, use it to like launder and pay off their, their their money and stuff. And of course, as long as Rio kept coming up with the fake money and the girls had enough that they could keep doing it. Of course, there's certain barriers that you come across like don't go to the same till more than a few times, leave it a couple of days. Of course, there is the three women so they can like spread it out where like one of them does the morning, one of them does the afternoon, one of them does later... Uh, and they can kind of swap it over, but yeah, go to different tills. Don't I would I would say like don't buy like twenty massive different items. Buy um yeah, buy like a small amount of stuff. Otherwise, it looks a bit suspicious. Sure, like you should be able to still buy uh, everything that you want, but um there's certain levels of suspicion that comes in. Now. I really like the scene with um Beth when she uses the fake money for the first time, and uh, this woman has to get this big um like bill counter thing out and she gets that out and uh like she gets really nervous and she's like oh, i want to just like count this and make sure and, and all that sort of stuff um and she's getting really nervous and that sets in another lot of stakes where it's like what happens if 
she reads it as fake and she gets the police in and then they get in trouble. Um, plus you've got, uh, I can't see his name here. I'll, I'll keep looking for it as I'm, as I'm talking. Um, but you got him who essentially like gets involved and sees the tattoo. Of course he shouldn't be looking there. That's kind of inappropriate. But he sees the tattoo and he's like, oh, I knew it was you and stuff. Um, and like he sets a ton of different stakes and he does some stuff later with, um, one of the other women as well. I can't say her name here either. But she, uh, she's the woman who was in the first season of Fargo. And she uh, gets gets involved with it. Because essentially they bring a load of different women in. Um, and he sets up a bunch of stuff. Where like he gets attacked. And almost killed. And like. Uh, he keeps threatening. Um, Ruby. Where. Uh, she says, He says to her like. I've got this stuff on you. And like. You know, you, you can't do anything about it really. Um, and of course, she says, like, you know, you attempted to rape me and that sort of stuff. Um, really set in a lot of, um, you know, really quite interesting stuff that, that, that they do here as well. So, I'm going to talk about some of the characters now as well uh, and go through basically the list I have here. Because um, I think, in terms of plot points, uh, my favourite one was the um, turning over the, of the money at the store. I thought that was really fun. Um, I thought the whole bringing in the, in the woman was... It was cool, but... Like, they could have done a little bit more with it. And granted, there's a second season on the way, which is great news. Um, and it's kind of still formed. Uh, so they could still do something there, as long as they don't run into the same problems as before with the other woman. Um... Like how she was, uh, you know, lazy with the money and, and whatever. And uh, did her survey, basically, and stuff like that. Um, I thought the cancer plotline was, was fairly good. Uh, I thought they did a good job there, of course. Uh, you got sort of the um, reveal at the end. Well, the audience already knew. But, like, the husband finds out about... Um, yeah, Stan. Uh, it says, Ruby's more cop turned actual husband cop. Uh, when he, like just works it out because you know he's it seems like he's actually a good detective because he actually works out what's going on um and because like they stole the specific amount of money the eight i think it was 88 million 88,000 dollars it was even million or thousand i think it was 88 or 89 or something uh for the daughter's surgery um i thought i thought that was good uh of course there's like possibly a bit more to come from that plot like they've got to reconcile hopefully in some way um so hopefully that goes well as well uh what else do you have you've got i thought rio was a fairly good character just like him looking at these women in an interesting way and him not just being like i think they did a good job in terms of him not just uh looking at these women as like oh you're the weak women that i can just do whatever to um in terms of like okay you owe a debt to me even though they didn't know that um you owe this debt to me and i could like steamroll you kind of thing where i could like beat you up and torture you but he looks at the i think he looks at these women in terms of like you've all got potential because you all did something kind of successfully even though you got caught but you didn't know because of the whole situation uh like he does um lash out and stuff but he never like Never really beats any of the women. I know he gets one of his guys to hold the gun against, uh, I think it's um, Best Head uh, at the start. But I think that was a bit more of a test. Um, I just think, 
I think he was testing these women in an interesting way, and I don't mean, I hope that doesn't sound bad at all, but in terms of, like, a business thing, where he's testing their sort of potential, as opposed to, like, testing them for weaknesses and things, um, like, he does the thing with the truck, where he, uh, what do you call it, he put, I think he put, um, put the women in an, in empty trucks or something, if I, if I remember correctly, or at least Beth's was, she got, she got, like, caught by the police, and it was, uh, part of the test, um, I thought the situation where the table, not tables turned, but, like, motivations turned a bit, where, like, Beth's trying to get the thing back up and running, and Rio's like, we've closed down because one of our guys got caught, and you go from having these women, uh, that's another little Breaking Bad thing, where you've got, you've got it where, like, uh, both Beth and Walter have in common this thing of, okay, I need this money for this thing, and then they go, Hang on, I'm actually good at doing this. I could make more money, and then they both pursue it. Of course, with risks and the risk reward situation you've got there, which I think was kind of interesting as well. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a nice kind of. And plus, you've got you've got a male and female version of both of those characters now to to watch on screen, which I think is really cool. Um, so you can maybe relate to it either way um, in terms of gender and stuff. Uh, but no, I thought Rio was interesting, and I'd be interested to see a little bit more of him. He he was on screen just enough, but, like, I would go for seeing a little bit more of him. Just, like, slightly more in, in each episode. But they did what they needed to do with him. Uh, and in this season, really, they did what they needed to do in terms of, like, you have just this original kind of story. I don't know if this was based on a book or whatever. This original kind of nice plot where, like, well, not nice, nicely set out kind of plot where... Like these women need this money, and then they, um, Beth's the one who's like, okay, we can maybe like make some more money if we do something more successful, um, and then like Rio getting them to ask, get, get asking them to do certain things, like get rid of that guy, I thought was quite quite cool. Um, I thought that was great. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know what else I really want to say in terms of. Uh, the review here necessarily. I know this has been a bit of an odd uh, podcast, but perhaps um, the other characters I want to talk. I mean, in terms of the characters, the three women really do stand out above everybody else. Um, but you still have from like the fathers that you got set out and the um, like the sort of charisma and the relationships that are set there. I think is all really interesting, um, and it does this interesting and cool thing where you've got like some of your side plots where the uh, the more cop husband he's trying to become an actual cop and it manages to really tie itself in quite nicely with the main plot which is th- these women in their business um like i mean actual business in terms of what they're trying to do plus their you know business itself um and i felt like they connected together really well on the whole I like in Beth's plotline how she's like, um, how she kind of, like when she first gets the money, like when when these women first get the money and then, um, they're like spending crazily and Beth kind of looks at her, her husband and not, not in a like, I'm going to really put you down, but in a way of like, look, I've just saved this family, you need to do something as well. Um, and, like, when he's questioning her and saying, like, okay, what did you do to get this? And she's like, hey, at least I did something. And, like, you're just at your job, like, not doing well. And I, 
even though what they did wasn't legal and stuff, it's still the interesting thing of, um, I'll, I'll say this in the best way possible, her as a woman coming off as like, okay, I've done this for the family kind of thing, because um, often in, well, not that often, I think it's getting better, actually, you'll have, like, the male power in the family, where it's like, the man has to do all the work, and, like, the man... Um, is like the head of the family, and he's in control of the bills, and he's a great dad and everything, and the woman's just like, because you've got the typical, um, thing of like, the housemaid kind of wife thing, um, I'm thinking in terms of like Carol Walking Dead season one, where it's like, she's just a housemaid, and she's getting beaten up, and her husband's strong, I think you guys get what I'm going for here, in terms of like, when she actually says later in the season, like, I was living to give you your dinner and your lunch and be the stay-at-home mum, uh, which, sure, a lot of women like that role, and I know that uh, in some situations, you swap around every three to six years or whatever you just, you decide to do, um, but I just really like her coming forward and being like, okay, you're you're failing as a father and as a husband, you could do something... But I just actually did something. I just thought that was quite interesting as well. Uh, and the acting in that I thought was, was great as well. Um, and like. The whole cancer thing. With him being like. It's kind of disgusting. Because he's like. Because um, Beth says to him. Like oh I'm leaving you. Because you're just not contributing anything. Um, and you're a bad husband. And a bad father. And that sort of thing. And then he just comes up with the I've got cancer. Like off the top of his head. Probably bribed or did something with with the doctor to get uh, that appointment and stuff, and then it's later revealed like when he has um, was it a car crash? He had some sort of injury. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, I think he got beaten up in some way, didn't he? And uh, he's in the hospital, and they're talking about the pain. They're talking about some new type of medication, and Beth says like, "Oh, won't that mess about with his meds?" And the doctor's got no idea what he's talking about, of course, because he hasn't got the cancer and uh, the the revelation there. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that will pan out in season two. Uh, so you've got some interesting stuff there with um, some husband and wife wife dynamics, uh, especially with um, who is it? Uh, Ruby? Not Ruby. Yeah, Ruby. Uh, she's got the daughter of Sarah with the uh, oh, it's the kidney disease. I thought it was cancer. I'm sorry about that. Um, I thought they said cancer at some point. Uh, I'm getting things a bit mixed up, but anyway, um, when you have the, the revelation with her and her, her cop husband, um, so you've got some fallout that's going to happen in season two. Uh, in terms of Annie, um, I think she's doing; she's going to be okay for for season two. Um, she got the cust- she's got the custody thing coming up, uh, and then she was like failing at that a bit. But then the uh, the son was nice to her. I can't remember exactly what happened with that. I don't remember them having the full custody battle. Uh, I remember her season ending fairly well. Um, yeah, the last thing I want to talk about here, um, besides going through the characters, is uh, the ending. I guess I'll finish on the ending. That'll be kind of appropriate. Is um, so Beth goes back home and she thinks like you know because they. Um, stitched up Rio, they got him caught because of the whole money, I really liked that final scene as well, not the final scene the bit near the end when they're doing the second robbery and they uh, take their masks off and pretend that they were part of the thing and that the guys all that the robbers ran off, I think that's that's what I got from that scene um, and uh, they come out from that and Beth's like all happy, she's going to go home to her family and the thing's back on um, 
and sure she's got the whole thing with with her husband but uh that's not as bad as what Rio had in mind because he's he's got the husband caught there and he says like Look, I'm not going to kill either of you, but I'm going to test you again. See, that's the whole. That's another interesting part that comes into it is Rio, Rio and Beth's relationship in terms of like testing each other and challenging each other. Uh, and then at the end, of course, you've got her bringing the gun up and um, ending on a little cliffhanger. What would what would have annoyed me is if like if she's holding the gun and cuts to black and you hear a gunshot, that would have really annoyed me. You didn't hear any gunshot as far as if we paused in time in this show. She's still holding that gun at uh, presumably Rio because she wouldn't point it at her husband. I mean, I know she's annoyed with the husband, but I'm sure she'd rather shoot Rio at this point. Um, she might shoot the husband later, but I don't think she's going to do that right this second. Uh, I think she's com- contemplating whether or not to shoot Rio and the sort of repercussions of that. Because, of course, you'd hear the gunshot and then you've got a dead body to deal with. And that's another problem that they would they would have to deal with. That would be fun for season two. I mean, it would go against my whole wanting more of Rio. But it would, uh, it, it would bring another challenge for season two, that's for sure. So, that would be cool. Um... Yeah, that was actually the ending I just talked about. So, uh, thank you all very much for listening. I, yeah, highly recommend the show. It's one of my favourite shows of uh, of the year so far. I'm thinking of putting this in my top five. Granted, we're halfway through the year. And the uh, holiday, fall or autumn TV hasn't come out yet. So, uh, we'll have to uh, wait and see. So, uh, we see how it holds up against everything else that's coming out. I think Titans is coming out this year. Although we don't have a UK date. So, that's another one that could challenge the top five if it's good uh but thank you very much for listening i hope you enjoyed my review i know it's a little bit all over the place and i've actually i'm gonna have to do some a uh, little bit of editing because i just stopped a few points but uh i think i got my point across as to why i like the show and which plot points i liked and which characters and that sort of thing so that's important um so thank you all very much for listening. You can find the rest of the content on entertainmenttalk.org. I already told you early in the podcast what's coming out. So uh, if you'd like to send in feedback for this review or just get in contact at eTalkUK on Twitter, uh, entertainmenttalk.com, entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com. There's the Facebook page and the Facebook group. You can like and join those. There's also a little email form on the website that you can fill out. Uh, there's different ways you can support us as well, patreon.com forward slash entertainmenttalk. Uh, you can get your ad free podcast there and redeem re- rewards for reviews of your choice. Uh, so that's a good way to support us as well. Amazon, we have an Amazon affiliate link. If you do some shopping on Amazon, you can use our Amazon affiliate link. We'll get a small cut of the amount that you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So if you spend £10 or $10, maybe we'll get two or three of those pounds or dollars, but it won't cost you anything extra. So that would be a good way to support us as well. And, uh,. Yeah, three uh, f- options of ways you can support us. iTunes, please rate and review and subscribe to us on there or on your podcast platform of choice. We should be on various different things by now. Um, well, all the podcast apps that support iTunes, we should be on there. So that would be a good way to support us as well. And then word of mouth, please tell your friends, families, co-workers, neighbours, anyone that you may talk to about this stuff and they can come discover it for themselves and let us know what they think. Um and lastly if you'd like to watch me and robert play various different video games he's got one on mixer i've got one on twitch so you can go and subscribe to those so please go and subscribe and follow to everything that we do and you'll be notified accordingly when something goes live or posted or any of that kind of stuff so yeah thank you all very much for listening and i'll see you next time goodbye